Thank you for checking out this third episode of Gotta Catch Him Again, a Pokemon Rewatch podcast. In an effort to accommodate personal lives while maintaining a consistent release schedule, we do record episodes a little bit ahead of release. Okay, maybe a lot ahead of release. Sadly, over the past 16 days, the world has changed in ways that none of us could have ever predicted. In this week's episode and a couple of episodes to come, you may hear us talk about going out or spending time in densely occupied public spaces while playing Pokemon Go. Please rest assured that since the full scale of COVID-19 has been realized and governments have become active in suggesting social distancing protocols, we have been fully adherent to local and federal recommendations concerning the use of public spaces and the need to self-isolate. If you have any concerns about anything you've heard on the program, feel free to contact us at gottacatchpodcast at gmail.com. With that said, a second point that I'd like to address. When I sat down to edit this episode, I realized that some of our audio had gone missing. In an effort to bring you an authentic show, we use a common three-step recording method, which allows us to salvage a backup recording that is of slightly lower quality. This means that you will hear mouse clicks, passing cars, and occasional swells and white noise during this week's episode. We hope that this doesn't take away from your listening pleasure, and assure you that next week's episode will signal a return to the level of quality that you can expect from Gotta Catch Him Again. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. No, not this again. Welcome to Gotta Catch Him Again, a Pokemon Rewatch podcast where some grown-ass people sit around and break down a different episode of the Pokemon TV series each and every week, starting from the very first episode of Indigo. Today we're watching Season 1, Episode 3, Ash Catches a Pokemon. My name's Paul and I'm joined today by Spencer. Go ahead and say something to our drop-dead gorgeous listeners, Spencer. Hey, uh, how's it going everybody? I'm excited here, you know, continuing on with this podcast, learning a little bit more each week. Um, having a lot of fun doing this with Paul, so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into this uh, next episode here. Freaking A. Episode 3. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch the series move along too, and for sure. So before we get into the episode itself, I got a whole bunch of stuff to do. We got some Pokemon Go I kind of want to talk about, and um, first of all, I'd like to start by clearing up some mistakes that I made last week. Um, in introducing last week's episode of Pokemon Emergency, I incorrectly credited Munikatsu Fujita as the episode's director, when in fact it should have been Masamitsu Hidaka. Um, who also directed the first episode as well, because we were trying to keep tabs on that, and then I screwed it all up by crediting it to the wrong person. Um, Additionally, I gave screenplay credit to Takeshi Shudo, um, when in fact it should have gone to Atsuhiro Tomioka. So, I want to clear that up, because God forbid somebody have to clear it up for me on the internet. (laughs) They still might, you never know. Well, of course, but this way I can say, look, see, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, I actually wanted to mention something real quick. If okay, you know, yeah, go ahead. It, it just happened to be with the uh, last week how we talked about, uh, you know, Nurse Joy being the name. Like, you did her in the your actor spotlight there and talk about her name being Joy Joy kind of thing. Yeah. You know, the play on her name, and I, was, I said something like, oh, I wonder if there's any others. I didn't really look up, like, I don't know, maybe some of the others, but I was just thinking, as soon as that ended, I thought, Wait, what about Ash? Catch him. Catch him. You know, catch them all. Pokemon. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe I didn't notice that in the <laughs> episode or say anything. So I just wanted to correct that, you know, say, okay, there's at least one more pun in there on the names. Ash, catch him. So okay, I just wanted to get that out there. Get that so out my chest. So I'm going to <laughs> humbly admit 
that I only realized that because it was pointed out to me by like a meme or something um, very, very recently in my life. So I knew that, but I can't, I can't uh, lord it over you because, yeah, yeah, I only recently learned that. So that's fair. Fair, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Ash, catch him. Got to catch them all. Another play on the name there. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. No doubt. At least two. At least two in this league. Yeah. At least two. <clears throat> so I wonder if, like, in this world of Pokemon that we have, if um, if that's the kind of name that goes back, and like maybe that's literally what it means, because like names have meanings and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wonder if that's you know maybe the lore of his name. Maybe there's more to it than that. Ooh. Maybe there is. Uh, we'll know. find out as the series goes along. Who knows? All right. So you wouldn't know it so far, but this week we're going to kind of try to run a little bit of a tight ship because it's super late in the day uh, compared to when we normally record. We missed by several hours, but uh, life yeah. sometimes gets in the way of podcasting. And Unfortunately. You know, yeah, when it comes down to life or podcasting, I mean, you make more podcasts if you do life. So um, There you go. But today I was mainly out doing some Pokemon Go. So, nice. I, um, yeah, the, uh, I've done a whole bunch of stuff for the first time in the past week. Um, I've caught a whole bunch of things for the first time in the past week. Um, I controlled, I think I am right now actually controlling two gyms. Oh, very nice. So, like, Get some I, coins built up. I know, look at me go. One of them I've had for over a day. It's like a day and, and three hours or something like that. So I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty boss about that. You'll definitely get the max coins out of that one. Yeah, definitely. So, here's a question for you, a far more experienced Pokemon Go player than myself. Um, as people scream at their stereos, uh, because this is probably the most rookie question known to mankind. But, so, uh, do you know how that works? For instance, like, do you get only so many coins a day, or do you get only so many coins during the term of having the gym? Like, if I have it for two days, can I get the max coins twice? Uh, so... No, you'll only get coins when your Pokemon is knocked out, and you'll only get the max per day, which is 50. So okay. if you're holding two gyms and they both get knocked out, you'll get 25 from each of them, basically, right? Okay. You get 25 coins, 25 coins, or if one gets knocked out today, maybe you get 50 coins from that one, and then one gets knocked out tomorrow, you'd get 50 coins from that one, kind of deal. Okay, I think I get you. Yeah, all right, all right. Um, well, I'm still learning. Uh, so last week, I talked about my top three Pokemon, and I broke down what they were, because I figured, because I started playing literally at the same time that I started this podcast, that... Um, started replaying anyway. Yeah, started replaying at the same time that we started this podcast. Um, I figured it'd be interesting to follow my journey. So at the moment, my top three Pokemon are a 1,443 CP Granbull, which I am very proud to say I evolved. Very nice. Uh, from that little puppy thing that's a pain in the ass to catch. Do you know what I'm talking about? A pain in the ass to catch? A p- oh! <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Uh, wow. Episode whoops. title? No. Ash catches a Pokemon? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I wasn't even prepared for that. Moving along. A 1,223 Solvok and a 1,131 Taurus. So. Very nice. My Solvok is currently guarding a church. Oh. Yeah. So, that's a whole thing. Um, And then I also have 
one that's like helping out. I don't know what you call that. Um, across the street from me. So. Okay. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm stepping up in the world. I'm actually playing the game and getting out there and doing stuff. So yeah, I was out an unprecedented amount today. I haven't. I tried so hard not to go out on my days off, but today I like walked my butt off for Pokemon. Very nice. Yeah, it helps know. grind up that XP or something. Get those it levels does. up. It does. Yeah, that's the other thing I should be updating too is what level I've made it to. Um. So currently, yep. sorry, I want to close my phone because uh, it's going to try to move along. I have made we it to have. level 18. Okay. So that's where I'm at. And I'm you said you're level there. 36? Yeah. Um, I haven't really <clears throat> gone too far. Uh, I mean, it's hard to get anywhere at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I mean. like uh, uh, Every inch is a mile for you right now. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 a grind to get anywhere, but uh, I did uh, evolve my Feebas here recently, which oh. was uh, one of my special tasks, evolve a Feebas, and it's, I don't know if you know, you probably don't, but uh, um, I'm sure a lot of our viewers would know, you have to walk it a certain amount um, before you can even evolve it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, like most Pokemon, that. you need like a certain amount of candy, right? Yeah. Well, this one, you still need the candy. It's 100 candy to evolve it, but you also have to walk with the Pokemon a certain distance. Oh, wow. Okay. So and you have to make it yeah. your little buddy there, right? Yeah, you have to make it your okay. buddy for a certain amount of time. And I did that. I finally got it. I finally got it evolved. So it's like this crazy dragon thing. It kind of looks like a Dragonair. Um, okay. You know, if you could picture that. Only different colors and whatever. Probably more powerful. But, uh, okay. yeah. So okay. I got that done. Uh, I haven't caught a lot of new things or anything either, again, because, you know, I have tons of different Pokemon already, but, uh, yeah. yeah, that's where yeah. I'm at. I'm, uh, I'm still catching new stuff from time to time, but nowhere near as much as I was when, uh, like when we recorded last week's episode, I've caught a lot of stuff. I, um, yep. there's a library near me that happens to be a Pokestop, so I sat there earlier today with a lure and an incense, and just sat in the library and just, like, raked them in. Nice, that's how it's done. I know, right? Like freaking a. So that would really catch the book one. Yeah, yeah, I know. You gotta uh, be sending me some more gifts, though. We gotta get that friendship level up. I did. I actually legit. Oh, did you? I sent you a gift. Okay, I better open that sometime here. Yeah, you gotta get on that. Yeah, get, increase our friendship level. Uh, I know, and we I unlock more bonuses and stuff. I don't just want a gift back. I want a gift and a thank you card back. So. Okay, I'll get right on that. Yeah, step up your game. My um, mom's birthday's coming up, so maybe I'll buy you a card there, too. No. Yeah, okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, a little later on, we have um, your mom, as you just mentioned, uh, reading some, some uh, uh, giving us some Pokemon descriptions, should I say. So we're oh, going to get along to that. Yeah. Um, but first, we're going to get into the episode, I think. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, let's talk about a grade. What kind of grade did you give this week's episode? Okay, uh, I, I gave it a pretty high grade this time, uh, much better than last week's. Um, okay. I gave, I'm uh, sitting here with a B plus. So. Okay. Not bad. How about uh, you? What'd you give it? Uh, B minus. Okay. So pretty close. Yeah, it's not too far off. Um, no, no. I think uh, I think it was a solid episode. Um, some stuff at the beginning that I, I thought could have been scaled down a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. but between the battles with Pidgeotto and Team Rocket, maybe we could have had more time in between those instead, but we'll talk about that uh, as we get into it a little bit more. I didn't even mean to say that much, to be honest. Ash catches a Pokemon! 
Yeah. So today's episode is Ash catches a Pokemon. Um, mm, I wonder one, what that means. I know, right? I can't wait to see what happens. Um, the suspense is killing me. Um, so this one was directed also by Ma- uh, Masamitsu Hidaka. I've said his name now so many times, I don't know why I'm still having trouble with it. Um, with a screenplay by Ken Sakamoto. Um, it originally aired in Japan on April 15th, 1997, and in the United States with the English dub on September 10th, 1998. So, uh, last week, Ash rushes into Pikachu to the Pokemon Center with a little help from a friendly, if not sociopathic, police officer named Jenny. Uh, with the help of Nurse Joy and a light bulb helmet, Pikachu was able to team up with a band of escaped slaves and a broken bicycle in order to save the day from a group of bumbling Pokemon thieves with inconsistent voices. Uh, they call themselves Team Rocket. Thanks to their efforts, Team Rocket blasted off for the very first time, and Nurse Joy was left unemployed and chock full of repressed trauma. This week opens with Ash's Pokeball finally reaching Caterpie, and right out of the gate, I have a problem. Can you guess what it is? That it took a week for that Pokeball to hit Caterpie? Yeah, okay, that's one of them. <laughs> that's one of them. <laughs> The other one, probably, that he did not battle with this Caterpie at all. Exactly. Um, Thank you. Did he not learn his lesson from the previous episode with the Pidgeys, the Spiros, and all that? Like, like I, I don't know. He wants to be better at what he does, right? Like, that's his dream. Yeah, where's the improvement here? Where's the, where's the learning? I know. I would say Ash Ketchum is not open and coachable. No, it doesn't um, seem that way anyway. No, 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 he does not take advice well. He doesn't learn from his mistakes. So but he is, is 10. Can we forgive him? I guess he <laughs> is, yeah, okay. In all fairness, yeah, he is 10 years old, so I guess I'm asking a lot from him, but also he has, you know, he's a unique 10-year-old. He lives in another world where 10-year-olds are given a lot of responsibility, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. boy, I just don't know. So he's trying to catch a Pokemon Go style, and this just... Yeah irks me, but whatever. So, I'll have to get over that. Um, but here's the worst part is it works. <laughs> yes, it works. He does catch that Caterpie. And yeah. not only does he catch it, he's just so ecstatic that he catches it. He's like dancing all around Misty. He's yeah. holding the Pokemon in the sky. He's like, I did it. I'm so excited. I'm the Pokemon master. I'm going to become number one in the world. And on my way to becoming the number one Pokemon master in the whole world! Look out, Pokemon! Nothing's gonna stop me now! He is the worst. <laughs> That's pretty good lately. Yeah, so the show apparently also forgot that just throwing a Pokeball at a Pokemon doesn't work. I mean, two episodes ago, they spent a lot of time drilling that into us, but they also forgot. It wasn't just Ash. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I guess Caterpie's weak enough that he can catch it. Apparently it. so. I think, Apparently. I think that's what the idea is maybe here. That's what the idea is. I think Caterpie's just so depressed and lonely that he's just like, yeah, I'll get in. But <laughs> I want a buddy. More. Yeah. We're going to see more about that, yeah. Um, so then he mentions how happy and cozy Caterpie must be in his ball. Which again leads me to ask the question of what the hell goes on inside of a Pokeball? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it just like, do, they, do these Pokemon shrink down and just live in there? Like, is there a luxury 
hotel kind of style yeah. in this Pokeball? Is like, it his last on? minutes of freedom, or is it nice and cozy? I don't know. I mean, uh... Okay, I've so seen some random videos about what's inside a Pokeball before. Some you, of I'm going to have to watch some of those. I'm going to have to gather yeah. some theories, see which one I adhere to most, and uh, maybe I'll, 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 I'll talk about that next week. Because yeah. um, I'm seriously bothered by the fact that uh, we can't decide if being inside of a Pokeball is a good thing or if it's like imprisonment. I mean, to Pikachu, it's not a good thing, but to most Pokemon, I mean, most Pokemon stay inside their Pokeballs, so it must not be that bad if they're content being inside it, you know? Yeah, I guess, but they also don't come back and crawl into it on their own. You have to throw it at them. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, he is so happy. Well, okay, yeah, when you were talking about him running around Misty and all that kind of stuff and uh, going berserker and totally rubbing it in her face and I can't believe she didn't beat him with a stick. Um, when all of that was happening, <laughs> um, they were running around in circles and Pikachu was trying to follow them. With his eyes. And yeah. then they have this cute moment where Pikachu just collapses because he can't handle it anymore. Um, he and... just gets dizzy himself or something. Yeah. So now it's at this point that Ash wakes up Pikachu, who's still knocked out from that. Um, and he, like, sniffs the Pokeball. And I guess he can smell Caterpie inside. He rubs and... it on his face. Yeah, and he Ash gets all excited. And it's absolutely adorable. Uh, not Ash, though. Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then... Ash winds up summoning his Caterpie, basically, I think, just to bother Misty. Is that the only reason he actually takes it out of the Pokeball again? Uh, I think partially, yes. I think, I mean, he, I think he just wants to, he's so excited. I mean, you got this new Pokemon, right? You're like, oh, I got this new little friend. I'm so excited. I want to play with him. You know, I want to see him or her or whatever. You know, yeah. Like, you want to spend time, you're excited. Like, it's like your new pet. You're like, I got this cool thing. I want to use it i want to play it i want to see it you know yeah so i think that's part of it as well you can't stop a 10 year old from playing with toys on christmas morning right yeah, yeah exactly and that's but the, what he has exactly yeah and okay. it, and it, but more on that with the misty thing i i just think that's hilarious how scared she is of this little pokemon bug too yeah um, i know because otherwise a, misty's kind of like a bit like she's pretty tough yeah yeah. But then this one little thing just scares her. It's it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. She like take like as soon as he brings Caterpie out, she takes running for the hills. It's like she hides behind a tree, and then Ash is all like, "Oh, don't worry, it's fine. Come come crawl up on my shoulder, Caterpie." He he gets down and he wants Caterpie to climb up onto his shoulder, and instead of climbing up, he like walks towards Ash, and instead of climbing up, he notices Misty hiding behind the tree, and he just charges right after her. Yep. He's like, "I'm gonna come get you, Misty." Like, I want to be your friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know, it's hilarious. No, I love it, but Misty's not having it for a second. She screams at Ash to get it away from her, and she actually, she calls it disgusting and runs away. And that crushes her poor Caterpie. And I am such a sucker for anime creatures being sad. I know, um, it's so, the Caterpie's so cute too. I know, it's so heartbreaking that she, she keeps, like, breaking his little Caterpie heart. Um... So we get a shot of that. Um, he does the sad Pokemon thing and melts my heart. Um, then Pikachu strolls over and comforts him, and that's kind of sweet. But then Misty grabs Pikachu and proposes a trade for Caterpie. <laughs> Which, okay. Um, Ash gets all defensive and tells Misty that Pikachu would zap anyone else who tries to hold him. But before he can finish saying that, Misty's like petting Pikachu, and Pikachu, like, he might as well be purring. He's just loving it. 
Yeah, um, he's just so happy eating it up. Yeah, he he just loves all the attention. Like in spite of the fact that he was like that was not the Pikachu we met two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. But while all this is happening, though, Caterpie is watching, and again, his little eyes are welling up. But Misty has no sympathy and insists that bugs are one of the three most disgusting things in the world. And we learn at this point that the other two... Now, I, I'm not a fan of bugs, either. Like, I get pretty tripped out around bugs. I don't really handle it very well. Um, I, 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 so I can kind of get that, even though Caterpie's, like, bigger and cuter, and I think I would like a Caterpie. But the other two things that disgust Misty most in the world are carrots and peppers. Yeah, that's so random. I know. Two foods. I, I mean, I, I like carrots. I mean, I'm a hot pepper, sure. I'm not a big, you know, bell pepper fan or something. But I, to say it's like three of the things or two things that I hate most in the world. Like, I wouldn't even say my least favorite food in the world is one of the three things I hate most in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, did they run out of, like, they didn't have any, they didn't need any other ideas, so they couldn't have run out of ideas. How did we end up at carrots and peppers? But I guess, okay, so again, as you remind me quite frequently, they are 10. Mm. So, I mean, I guess maybe, like, it's a thing about, like, it's, maybe they're, are they just reminding us that she's 10 years old and she doesn't like to eat her vegetables? Is that what that is? That could be, yeah. I never thought about it like that. That could very well be. I didn't like either that. until I like talked it out. I didn't until okay. just now, but yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, yeah. maybe. So, anyways, Ash tells her again that um, he likes bugs and that he also likes carrots and peppers because Ash doesn't know how to make anything better. Um, but what he doesn't like is her hurting Caterpie's feelings, which, like, I understand. He's so freaking cute. Um, I know, and he's so happy about his new buddy. Yeah, like, I know. Like, and yeah, him. This, all this stuff with, Yeah, him, all this stuff with him and Pikachu. Oh my god! But we're gonna get there. Um, then something that's kind of cool is he tells Caterpie to climb up on his shoulder, and Caterpie kind of looks uncertain. But then he looks over at Pikachu, and Pikachu just gives him this reassuring look, like that now he can trust Ash. And, like, so that scene, that's no small matter, because even though it isn't an interaction between Ash and Pikachu, again, this is one of these things that just speaks volumes to, like, the development of their relationship since the first episode. Oh, I agree completely. It really starts to show that these two are trusting each other, they've become good buddies now, and, like, Pikachu's no longer that, you know, uh, stuck-up little rat that he was, you know, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I like how, like, what a dig you take at Pikachu. Wow, <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I mean, you, you saw how he treated Ash at the beginning, right? Like, yeah. in the first couple episodes, he was he was not a fan of Ash at all. He, oh, he was no. like, no, I don't. I want nothing to do with this guy at all. Like, get away mm-hmm. from me kind of thing. Um, it's just that's the kind of attitude that it came off of, you know? He wouldn't even give him a chance. And now we can see how this has progressed in just a few episodes, how they've become really good buddies. Yeah, he he gets when when it when it's serious that he can trust Ash and like passes that down kind of uh, to the Caterpie. So yeah, I thought that was a really wicked moment. Um, so Caterpie reassured by Pikachu climbs on his shoulder, and then Ash is like, "Fine, we'll go on without her." Like meaning Misty, and like so they're gonna he's gonna go off on his own and ditch Misty, which fans of the show will know probably isn't gonna work out for long. Um, and Pikachu, but at this point. Pikachu, the little traitor who is all about Misty, just pops out of her arms and follows Ash. So, again, he picks Ash when 
the cards are down, but also that was really cute to watch. Um, so Misty says, fine, I'll show you, and then, so the camera catches up with Ash, Caterpie, and Pikachu, who figure out that she's actually following them still, um, which, okay, um. Sort of, maybe. Maybe, sort she of. She denies it. Yeah, so Ash asks her why, and this is interesting, because she tells him that it's because he owes her a bike, but this time, she doesn't say it angrily, or really even, like, convincingly, like, she says it in such a way that, like, she just, like, maybe she's just lonely, you know? It's, and, it's yeah, like, really she weird. wants to stay with them or be around these people. My, my bike! I'm holding you responsible for my bike! Yeah, but that diminishes immediately and leads to a big argument about the bike. Like, because Ash can't read social cues. Um, so we're five mm. minutes into the episode now, and we've just seen them fight! Like, this is awkward yeah. almost at this point. It's like being around a couple that isn't getting along. Like, it's just like, oh my god. Like, they've done nothing but fight for, like, five minutes of the episode now. I don't know about you, but that stood out to me. Like, after a while, I was like, like I had, I was fatigued. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But anyways, I guess after a mm. bit of that exchange, Misty backpedals on the idea that she's following them for the bike. Ah, backpedals. Um, anyways, now she says uh, she uh, isn't... Nice. Yeah, she isn't following them. Um, it just so happens that, like, the, I guess this is the quickest way out of the forest. So before this scene ends, or you... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, or it goes back to what I was saying last week, where apparently in Pokemon World, there's only one way to go everywhere, kind of. Yeah. You just have to follow a the certain path. <laughs> you know? what it, it's like Ikea. And I, could, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to just go this one way. You just amaze or something. I don't know. You just got to follow the one path. No doubt. Um, I, I buy that. I, I, I think that's 100% how it works. Um, every road is a one-way road. <laughs> um, before this scene yeah. ends, though, Pikachu just kind of looks exasperate. Like, looks... He kind of breaks the fourth wall, you know? He, yeah, he just looks a at little bit. Like, I don't know if it's... it's in, Yeah, intentionally breaking the fourth wall or just him, like, panning away and just being, like, the sigh. You can see him just sighing, like, ah, oh, these humans, you know? Like, come on. Yeah. Humans, man, always fighting. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just sick of the humans. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's so hard. I can't figure out if it's supposed to be him breaking the fourth wall or if that just kind of happens. That's such a weird moment. Yeah, it's hard to tell for sure. Like, I was leading towards no, but since you said it, like, I never considered that until you said it. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm kind of on the fence now, you know? Yeah, because he just kind of looks at us like, ah. <laughs> like, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um,. You know, maybe let us know on on the Facebooks or the Twitters or the 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 the, the emails. You know, like at maybe got to catch pod on Facebook and Twitter or got to catch podcast on gmail dot com. Yeah. You know, whatever, no big deal. Tell us if you want to. Any of those? Yeah, you know, not like our feelings will be hurt. Not like we'll make a sad caterpie face if you don't reach out to us. Well, we uh, might. It's so yeah, cute. we we probably will. Spoiler. Um. So now we cut to a campfire. Ash is in a sleeping bag and Caterpie and Pikachu are just sitting up on a tree stump, like, I guess, watching the humans human. Um, Ash tells them that they should get some sleep because tomorrow's going to be a big day, and I don't know why. Like, are they getting to town specifically tomorrow? Have we been told that? Or is tomorrow just going to be a big day? Because every day is a big day when you're Ash catch him. I could see it being the every day's big day, to be <laughs> Yeah, okay. Just because of what we've seen so far, but... Yeah, I think it makes sense that maybe, you know, that 
might be what they're trying to imply. You know, okay, we're going to be hitting town tomorrow. I don't yeah. Know. Okay, we have no idea know. how long they've been walking for either. Like, exactly. Has it yeah, been they haven't a week? Has it been a month? No, they, yeah, they haven't kept us up to date very well with that timeline. Has it been 12, day, 12 hours? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I always feel like it hasn't been long. I always almost feel like we go day to day, but we have no proof of that. Yeah, we really don't have anything. No, and eventually I think that becomes more vague, too. Yeah. So, I don't but, know. Uh, yeah, go no, ahead. anyway, moving on here with, with the episode, like you're saying, so we got Pikachu and uh, Caterpie hanging out on this stump. You know, they're kind of looking up at the moon. This is really cool. And uh, they start, like, having this conversation with each other. You know, Pikachu's doing his pika pika pee, and, like, Caterpie's doing whatever Caterpie does, his little trills or something. I don't know. <laughs> making his noise and this is like the first time we see like two pokemon um interacting and understanding like they can understand each other even though they say the different words like you know pikachu's talk is yeah you know like yeah their language it's like the different language almost but they it's not because they can understand each other like it, it looks like they're completely coherent with, with what the other person or the other Pokemon, I should say, is talking about or getting at. And then they they get into this like big dance and everything. They're just having a whole bunch of fun and they're all happy on the stump. Like, yeah, we got such an awesome trainer or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It is. It's quite a scene. If if you're wondering, it's a minute and forty one seconds without a word of English being spoken. Yeah. Just these two, pika pika peeing and scatter yeah. peeing and dancing with each other and you know, but it's I mean it's it's kind of long like you're saying, but it's it's good. I mean, it is I like long, it. but like I think there's so there's two ways of looking at this is what I have like I have in my notes here like it could be stretching for time or it could just be a really beautiful few minutes of animation, and I kind of want it to be the second one. I I almost agree with the second one like. I mean, last week we talked a lot about the filler and stuff in the episode. So mm -hmm. that, I mean, you could say maybe that's what they're doing here again. And maybe that is the real reason. But I, I kind of tend to think what you were thinking of the second one. Like, it's just a great show of the animation and of just of the two Pokemon, like, interacting and, mm -hmm. you know, getting to be know each other. And like, oh, we're good friends. And just showing Caterpie how much we love. And then as this continues on, during the scene, we see Caterpie just look up at the moon and see a Butterfree fly... Mm -hmm above him and he, it's I don't know he's just like I want to I aspire to be a Butterfree one day I really want like because you know as anyone who knows Caterpie's gonna eventually become a Butterfree or eventually evolves into Butterfree I should say <gasps> what? Um, no I'm joking go ahead <gasps> I know big news <laughs> um, and so but then he, he looks at it, he's like oh I'm so happy I'm glad I found a trainer I'm not lonely anymore I got Pikachu as a pal and then he kind of looks at Misty and gets a little sad and down on himself again. Like, oh, but she doesn't like me. She thinks I'm scary, you know. Why doesn't this girl like me? And then Pikachu just kind of gives Caterpie this reassuring, like, tap on the back. Don't worry, she'll come around kind of feeling almost, you know. Like, yeah. just give her time, right? So. Yeah. Um, but Caterpie's not going to take it slow. Um because the next morning, Misty wakes up and Caterpie is snuggled up beside her. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which is wonderful, and I kind of want to wake up that way at least once in my life. Um, yeah, with a Caterpie next With a Caterpie, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but obviously, she screams um, because she's not 
down with this at all. She wakes up everybody, um, and once again, Missy just tears up this poor little Caterpie. Um, she tells it that if it's a Pokemon, it should just go crawl back into its Pokeball. Um, and then Caterpie starts, like, sadly inching away. And this is kind of a cool oh. bit of, um, like, physical humor, because Ash is still in his sleeping bag, because he jutted up because anime. Um, and he's still in his sleeping bag. So then when Caterpie leaves, he gets down on the ground and he slinks along with Caterpie. Like, he's like a, a worm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was funny. And I was like, okay, that made me laugh. Um, but, uh, so it, the way this poor Caterpie's going, though, is to put himself back into his Pokeball. No. The saddest sight I could I see. know. He gave his sad eyes again, too. Yeah. God, I wasn't emotionally prepared for this episode. Yeah. Um, but Ash is... So then Ash starts talking to the Pokeball, and he's trying to comfort Caterpie and stuff. And just then, a wild Pidgeotto lands! And, um, with, yeah, and with him comes so many answers. It brings some more questions, too, but we'll get into that a little bit later here, too. Yeah, so when he actually lands... Because we've talked a lot so far on the show about the role of actual animals in the Pokemon universe because like how can you have a bird Pokemon or how can you have Pikachu's a mouse Pokemon if there aren't any birds or mice like where are the actual like a sparrow never goes over top it's always a Spearow like where Mm -hmm. are the real animals like are they really are they here or have they been replaced now this Pidgeotto lands and he actually bends down and he plucks what seems to be a regular worm from the ground and eats it yeah just so a this, tiny little worm. Yeah, exactly. This it. is not a Pokemon that he plucks up and eats. This makes me think that there's definitely um, real insects. Yeah, and um, not too much of a spoiler, but later on there's like another animal. Not this episode actually, but I do remember uh, seeing something in a future episode. Um, we can maybe talk about that when we get there, but yeah. It, yeah. It hints at like other animals being in this Pokemon world. And that's what I thought too. I swore there's times coming up where we're gonna see animals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I think we um, will at least hints or cues or clues that there are animals that aren't Pokemon in this world. Yeah, it's interesting. I wanna keep an eye on that as we go. Um so we get a Pokedex entry for Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto, an evolved form of the Pidgey. It is armed with sharp claws and dives from the sky to capture its prey. Unlike the more gentle Pidgey, Pidgeotto can be dangerous. Approach with extreme caution. Um, it tells us that it evolves from Pidgey and it's potentially dangerous and so on. Ash gets all excited. Um, and then, so, like, come on, man. What the hell? <laughs> He's killing me here. He just yep. throws the Pokeball again. again. Did again. Ash not see the first episode of the show? Apparently not, but in his defense, it did work on the Caterpie. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know how much of a defense that is. But of course, you know, he throws his Pokeball, Pidgeotto smacks it away. It doesn't even, like, get inside the ball. He's just like, whatever, get out of here. he does not care. Yeah. And then um, he goes to Misty, um, and she's like basically calling Ash out on this. is like, the only reason you were able to catch Caterpie was because of Weakling. Haven't you learned anything? You gotta battle it first. You gotta injure it or hurt it and weaken it so you can actually catch it. She uh, refreshes everything that I'm yelling at him about on the inside. And everything we've been yelling at him for the last couple episodes. Yeah. 
Um, so Miss, yeah, that's yeah. So he unleashes Caterpie to take care of this Pidgeotto. Another great move. A wonderful move by Mr. Ash Ketchum, and the whole party looks on in absolute horror. Even Pope, even Pikachu is just like, "What the hell, man?" Go, Caterpie! Um, and at that exact moment, my screen, like, I don't know what happened, because I wasn't watching it on Netflix, I have it on Netflix, but I was watching it on another highly legal service, um, online, and just so that I could take notes and kind of have my split screen going on, and I got my reasons, don't judge me. So, I, uh, was, and it kind of froze, question mark, it, like, got stuck in this loop, and I sent you a picture of that, did you see that? Yeah, I did. I didn't know what it was from, but I was so like, that's what, what that is was. this? Okay, I okay, I thought okay. I'd explain that now. So that is this moment in time where Pikachu's just like, what the hell did you do? And it froze. It just kept looping. Yeah, that, that looked moment. weird. It was like, I thought, I honestly thought it was like a, a gif or a, like a, some kind of a meme you were sending me. And I just didn't get it. Like, what is this Pikachu going crazy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But it looks like a gif because it's just, it keeps playing over and over and over again. It's... Yeah, anyway, so that's not funny for anybody listening to this, but it's a thing. That's the moment with Pikachu stuck in horror um, where my screen decided to repeat the same moment. Anyways, so Caterpie is standing there, and uh, Misty says, You don't know what you've done, do you? And Ash is like, w- What? Um, then we see Pidgeotto just victimize Caterpie. This poor thing all episode. I know. Um, Ash calls for Caterpie to counterattack. Which, after all the sentience we've seen, like, really? You had to say that? But Caterpie rears up to counterattack and just gets flattened by Pidgeotto. Um, he gets blasted against a tree and then Ash recalls him. And why we didn't do this in the first place, I still don't know. But now he calls Pikachu? Um, which is where we should have started this. I don't know if he just needed an excuse to get Caterpie out. I don't know, again, if it's that he wants to play with his new toy thing. That would be my guess, yeah. That's what I think it is. It's just he's 10 and he has a new toy, which is a good... I get it. If that's what they're going for, okay. But I just... I don't know why we didn't start this with Pikachu other than that. But then he... So he sends Pikachu out and he immediately commands Thundershock. And Pikachu just lights up Pidgeotto. And, again, showing this bond between Pikachu and Ash, he kind of holds him there with his electric shock while Ash sends up the Pokeball. And it's just like, bam! Like, team goals. Like, they just, they got this. Um, so that yeah. was kind of a cool moment. Uh, Pidgeotto's <laughs> caught, and then we have this tense moment, and I hate it on Pokemon Go, too. Uh, waiting to see if the Pidgey will stay in the ball. Um, so the, the Pidgeotto, sorry, will stay in the ball. And sure enough, he does, so Ash has caught his second Pokemon. Very nice, two in one episode. And before going on a little bit further, I also wanted to highlight that, because, you know, Ash is selling Pikachu to Thundershock and stuff, like, it's showing that Pikachu's now listening to him. Like, he's taking commands, and he's like, okay, I'm going to listen and trust his judgment on what move to use, what attack to use, and how to use it and stuff. So, again, that's furthering this bond that we've been kind of establishing over the last couple episodes, and even earlier in this one, it's just like, it's showing that, okay, they trust each other, Pikachu's listening to him now and not doing his own thing. Which is really cool. Fair. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That's a really good point. Um, and yeah, again, super cool to see. Um, so then, I guess, does any what else goes on in this fight? Um, 
Yeah, okay, so just a really cute moment after Pidgeotto gets stuck in the ball. Uh, Ash gives that classic anime peace sign, and then Pika does the same thing, and I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. I love That's everything cool. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, so Misty puts him in his place for not having a solid, like, strategical knowledge of what he was doing with the Pokemon. Like, she's not quite ready to celebrate yet. She's like, the only reason... The only reason you made it through that is because Pikachu's awesome kind of deal and not so many words. Um, and then we get another reference to birds and worms and this idea that animals actually exist because she explains that to him. Like, why would you send a Caterpie that's basically a worm after a bird that eats things that are worms? Um, I hate saying the word worm and I don't want to say it again now. Um, so then Caterpillar. Ash, I, what's that? Caterpillar. Caterpillar, yeah. <laughs> so then Ash says, if I try... Hard enough, things will just work out, right? And then <laughs> Misty blasts him and says, No, everything will not turn out if you just try hard enough. And that's kind of, I feel like that was kind of a cheeky nod to television and like children's shows in particular. Well, if you just try hard enough, things will work out, won't they? No, Ash, I'm afraid things won't just work out if you try hard enough. And so where's I Misty getting that. all this knowledge? <laughs> How does she have all this wisdom? I don't know. Yeah, I know, right? But I thought that was kind of a kind of meta moment. And the thing is, and I don't, I haven't watched that far ahead, but like I did kind of rewatch Pikachu a little bit, or Pikachu, rewatch Pokemon a little bit a few years ago. And, um,. A little bit recently, and uh, I think that we're gonna see more of these kind of meta moments where they almost acknowledge themselves being a show. And I'm kind of looking forward to getting to some of that because that's something else that not every kid's show did that you know makes Pokemon kind of special. Um, yeah. Something else that makes Pokemon kind of special is Team Rocket. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse! James! No, not this again. Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light! Surrender now or prepare to fight. Meow! That's right! Yes! Who make another appearance? Surprise, yes, surprise. Yes, they do. Um, uh, you know, after he just catches Pidgeotto. Yeah. Um, and this time they get their Team Rocket motto there right out of the gate. Um, but this time it's punctuated with the classic Meowth, that's right, from Little Meowth, and I don't think we got that last time. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but I feel like I would have known if he missed it, but maybe, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I don't think like, he did. Because, like, that was classic, yeah. Yeah, and because Meowth was different in the last episode. He was talking English, but he ended every sentence with Meowth and stuff like that. It was, he was, they were still, again, it's taken them a long time to flesh out Team Rocket, and it's... Weird, because everybody else came together pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so they, you know, they do their iconic opening, you know, um, and then they say, you know, Ash and Misty or whatever, like, oh, why are you guys here? We don't want to deal with you. Like, what, what's up? And they're like, we're coming after your Pikachu. And then he's like, oh, my Pikachu isn't that special, right? And they... Jesse and James start talking, you know, giving all these Team Rocket secrets, apparently. And Meowth is all upset about this. He's like, what are you talking about? Stop giving all the secrets. And he, like, turns around. He starts scratching the both up, like, all their face and everything. Yeah. Like, Stop giving away all our secrets. And then, like, moments later, Ash says something. And then Meowth starts spilling all the secrets, too. He starts talking. So then you just see the next scene of Jesse and James stomping on Meowth's head and stuff like, Hey, now you're giving away all our secrets. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I want to say about that. <laughs> While you're there, 
Um, that whole thing, they are kicking the crap out of Meowth. Um, he's not very big, and they are just laying the boots to him. And I don't know that that's something you'd still do in a children's show. Yeah, like the poor little kitty. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Evil they, or not. <laughs> yeah, no, they kicked him senseless. That was brutal. Um, but, so Team Rocket is still a bumbling mess. We've, uh, we've reiterated that. We, we've learned that again. Um, but they released Coughing and Ekans, and Ash accuses them of two against one being unfair, um, because remember, these are the bad guys. Um, and there's a little bit of an ethics exchange, uh, and James even calls it out, and he's like, well, we're the bad guys. Like, um... We're supposed to break the rules or something. Yeah, like, listen to the Billie Eilish song. Uh, anyways, so Misty tells Ash that, like, he's going to have to fight fire with fire if they want a two-on-two battle. He'll kind of have to do it. Um, and not those words, but... Um, so just then, James commands Coughing to use Sludge Attack, and we start to actually have a battle. Um, and before then, Ash is even ready. Yeah, before Ash is even ready. I, that's true, too. And the drum score behind this scene is pretty dope, too. It's it's not as, like, weirdly... It doesn't feel as... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, open domain or whatever. It doesn't feel as generic as some, mm. as, as some of the music. It's kind of a cool, cool drums behind this scene. Um, yeah. so Pikachu gets hit the worst by the sludge attack, and, yeah. um, he's trying to wipe out his little eyes and stuff, and he can't get it together, um, but as it turns out, Pikachu is completely knocked out by this, which surprised Somehow. me. Yeah, I know, right? That seems disproportionate. It just but... seems like you can't see, because he's got a little sludge or mud or something kind of thing in his eyes, but he should still be able to attack, I guess. But I guess he doesn't know where he's attacking, so... I guess, but when has that ever, ever stopped him before? Yeah, really. Like, we saw him shock, you know, like, 20 people at once in the first episode or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He didn't care. Um, But he became a literal baby. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, Ash gives uh, Pikachu to Misty and is like, whatever you do, you know, don't let Team Rocket get this Pikachu, protect him, and you guys got this look from Misty, like, wow, this guy really cares about his Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And... Then he kind of goes into this inner monologue. Misty, come on! But what about the other two? So, what's your big battle plan? I can't send Caterpie, it's too weak from the last battle. Deciding, okay, what do I do next? He's talking, he's like, oh, should I send out Caterpie? But it's too weak from the last battle, kind of debating what he wants to do to handle Team Rocket and protect his, you know, Pikachu. Um, and then at that moment, um, he's like, okay, my Pidge- or my Caterpie's too weak. I guess I got to send out Pidgeotto. So sure enough, he sends out Pidgeotto. Uh, fairly strong Pokemon for, you know, this early in the show. So, yeah. You know, maybe he can get something done with this. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, he summons Pidgeotto and coughing uses Grime. Uh, but here we go again where Jesse just says, Ekans, go get your dinner. And he just goes and does some shit. He did, again with the schizophrenia as far as calling result, calling attacks go. I don't. Yeah. Anywho, Ash tells Pidgeotto to use quick attack, um, and Jesse tells Ekans to go underground. Pidgeotto just misses hitting the ground, but he's okay. And coughing appears right behind him, and then I think he uses poison gas and grime attack, or maybe sludge, 
but I thought the animation matched last time that he used Grime. But we don't know, because again, James didn't have to call this attack. Coughing just did it. And maybe the animations are similar too, you never know. Yeah, so, I mean, if he would just call the attacks, we'd know what was happening. Just saying, Pokemon. Um, go back and fix your 25-year-old yep. show for me. Um, Pidgeotto's yeah, dodging... For yeah, just for me. I'm, I'm special. Um, Pidgeotto's dodging all over the place to avoid the Grime or Sludge or whatever's going on here. Uh, then Ekans just bursts out of the ground and goes for him. But Pidgeotto avoids both attacks and just gets out of there. So, uh... Showing how fast it Ex yeah, exactly. Ash got pretty lucky catching this Pokemon, and also uh, Pikachu did a good job taking it down. Yeah, showing the strength of Pikachu maybe here, and uh, yeah, why he's so special, possibly. Indirectly. But, um, I don't know if they thought that far ahead, but we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're taking the time to break the show down and analyze everything, too, so it's probably more than um, any, any casual viewer would think, right? But also... Um, before we get too much further ahead here, I also want to mention, like, or bring up, how does Ash, like, a couple episodes ago, he didn't know what this Pidgey was. He had to bring out the Pokedex for a Pidgey. Yeah. Going back, actually, I forgot to mention this a little bit earlier in the episode when the Pidgeotto comes up. He's like, all right, a Pidgeotto, before he even brought out his Pokedex. Like, he knew what that Pokemon was mm -hmm. when he didn't know what a Pidgey was, even though his alarm clock was a Pidgey. There's some <laughs> weird stuff going on there. Um, but also... How does he know these Pokemon's moves? Like, yes. it's portrayed that he's like d dumb. He doesn't know how Pokemon work necessarily. Like, but all of a sudden he somehow knows all the different moves that these Pokemon can do. He's like Pidgeotto, use Quick Attack, Pikachu, Thundershock. Like, all of a sudden he knows that these Pokemon have certain move commands and knows how to use them out of nowhere. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's like, a major that inconsistency. I know. I don't, I don't know, because they never established that this is a Pokemon he would particularly know about or anything like that. Pikachu, fine. Yeah. Maybe he learned. Maybe he laid there in bed at night on his Pokedex like we use our phones, you know? Maybe he laid there yeah. in bed at night on his Pokedex looking up uh, Pikachu because he has one. But there's 150 Pokemon. He's not memorizing everybody's attacks. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand it. He he knows nothing about a Pidgey, so much so that he had to bring out the Pokedex and ask him what this Pokemon was. Again, though, he has an alarm clock with a Pidgey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just but, saying. Yeah. Yeah. But then the evolved form, the more advanced version of this Pidgey, he knows all the movesets for it all of a sudden? Like, yeah. What? Excuse me. Yeah, no doubt. And this continues, like, I'm sure this continues through the show. I mean... And continuing on through the show, I'm gonna. It's this question that's always kind of gonna remain. I don't think we're gonna ever have the answer. This guy knows nothing about Pokemon, but somehow knows all their move sets. Like, I know. I oh boy. You catch a Pokemon and somehow learn all their move sets. Is that like how this works? That's what happens when it goes into the Pokeball. It just it transfers this information into your mind. Like, okay, this is the moves that this Pokemon has. Wow. I know. Some like there's some major sci-fi things going on in Pokemon that I can't even begin to understand. Yeah. I so to recap, um, Pidgeotto was uh, just avoided both attacks, Ekans bursting out from underground, and uh, coughing with Grime or Sludge. Not exactly sure what that was because um, again it wasn't called. Just saying another inconsistency. Um, Team Rocket does a little cheer in a very traditional anime style with like. A frame every eight and a half minutes. 
Um, and we see all three Pokemon soaring into the sky because snakes can just fly now, so screw it. Um, and <sighs> Ash calls for Pidgeotto to counter Gust Attack. Again, to your point. Yeah. To be fair, he did learn that the Pidgey had Gust, but... I guess. But, yes. But, I agree. yeah, nonetheless. Um, but to do Gust Attack, Pidgeotto has to stop for a second to turn around and be able to flap his wings. So when he does that, he gets completely creamed by Gas Ball and the Snake. Um, and Pidgeotto is, like, done for at this point. So Ash recalls him. Um, and in, like... A stunning display of ethics. Ash runs over to apparently beat up Team Rocket himself after going on and on about how two Pokemon was cheating. I think going over and attacking them is. But that's okay because this scene quickly reminds us that he's 10 years old. Because um, James just kind of holds him at arm's length yeah. and casts him aside. <laughs> Yeah, and we see his arms just like flailing or like, you know, like in a typical anime kind of style. He's just, yeah. you can't hit him. You're just sitting there like trying to get this guy and you can't do anything. Um, so. Yeah, but, uh, and then they explain like, oh, you can't do this. It's the Pokemon that are supposed to battle in the Pokemon world. And it's Meowth saying this. Yeah. And so, you know, Ash goes back to where he's standing kind of before and he's like, oh no, what can I do now? All I have left is my injured Caterpie. I guess it's my only option, right? Mm -hmm. So he he brings out, he calls on it to his Caterpie, this little weak caterpillar worm, whatever you want to call it, this cute little thing. He And it, it, you can see it's physically worn, right? He's got like little marks on him. He's like all scared. And then like Team Rocket just bursts out laughing like, oh yeah. my goodness, this is what you're sending against us, this weak little thing? There's no way, like we're going to destroy it like we've already won and they start cheering we're gonna catch a pokemon and uh and they you know send coughing and ekans after this caterpie and this is where we get pleasantly surprised like first of all yeah. caterpie's scared like he wants to burrow its head into the ground or something and ash is like again somehow knows this moveset says yeah, caterpie, str string shot and uh you know this little bug sprays this string <laughs> I don't know, I was explaining it right at coughing, and it completely encases him like a mummy or something. Yeah. And he falls completely to the ground, unable to move, unable to do anything. And same thing with Ekans. And yeah. Yeah, and then Caterpie charges coughing and punts him. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Which is a nice little touch. But Meowit thinks he can do better, and he flashes his claws, but Caterpie is not playing around, and like, this was just. For effect, I think I don't because Meowth doesn't even move towards him. There's no stakes in this at all. But uh, then Caterpie just blasts Meowth before he can move, and he's done for. Um, yeah. Then so, but and Meowth is so overtaken by this blast of whatever this webbing is that he begins speaking in his native tongue. Did you notice this? Because now all he can say is Meowth, like he's like a normal Pokemon. Doing this scene. I didn't realize that. No, that's a good catch. And I take that as him being like so overwhelmed by the attack that that's all he can get out, kind of. Like he forgets yeah. English. Yeah. So that's Could kind be. of interesting. Um, yeah. So now with all the Pokemon mummified, Team Rocket says, and I quote, it's time Team Rocket blasted off. So we're gradually getting closer to the 
catchphrase that we're gonna wind up with permanently, but it's a slow road. I didn't realize it was this gradual to get Team Rocket in order. Yeah, I mean, I guess you didn't really notice it, don't really notice if you're not looking for it when you're watching the show in the first place, but yeah, no. like, having pointed it out and talked about it these last couple of weeks here, um, yeah, I can see that kind of developing, like, we're still figuring out Team Rocket. Um, yeah, it's yeah, but, a lot longer yeah. than it took for anybody else. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so we're still figuring out, they leave the scene, they flee, they're like... Oh, we get a, a funny line from James. He's like, "Oh no, defeated by a Caterpie!" And oh yeah, in some kind of a voice, like he could. I can't believe they defeated this cat or by this little bug. Yeah. And and then we it pans to like Ash, and he's just like so happy. He's like ecstatic. We did it. Way to go, Caterpie! And like, and he's like so happy, and like Caterpie's just sitting there, kind of shaking. Like you don't know what's going on. It's like, is like Caterpie panting because it's so tired. From what yeah. happened, like that's kind of what I took from it, what it looked like. But me too. We find out maybe it's something more shortly because he goes to uh, hand it to Misty. He's like, "Oh, Misty, do you want to apologize? Caterpie saved the day. Can you give him a kiss and th or like not even a kiss, just like thank him?" And we kind of have this moment where Misty's like, "Oh yes, Caterpie did save us." You're right, I guess. I don't know, but it's still a bug. Like, she's having yeah. this internal conflict of, do I thank this beautiful Caterpie or do I not? And, like, I guess I have to because he saved our lives. And um, just before she goes to touch this Caterpie, it spurts out what it looks like is that string shot attack again that just covered everybody. Oh, I missed and it's, that. Yeah, that's it, what it looks like. And But he starts shooting it upwards and around himself. And what what this oh, is signifying, what that. this is doing, yeah, is Caterpie is evolving. So in the Pokemon world, we find we finally discover about evolution, Pokemon evolution. This is the first time we've seen a Pokemon evolve. Yeah, um, it is. Well, I guess it's not the first time we we've understand about evolution because we have Pidgey and Pidgeotto, but it's yeah. the first time we've actually experienced an evolution of a Pokemon in the series. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's very similar to what we would have in the real world with like a caterpillar turning into a cocoon um you can only guess what's next no yeah. spoilers here but um <clears throat> yeah so it turns into this metapod is what it's called it's you know a green shoe horseshoe kind of semi-circle but not fully shaped thing that's presumably you know it's cocoon and uh it yeah. can't really do much and then i mean this freaks misty out too because she sees this and she's just like Oh no, what's going on? And then she doesn't want to say anything to this Metapod. And Ash pulls out his Pokedex to find out what's going on. Metapod, Caterpie's next stage. It has encased its body in a hard shell. This specimen reached this stage faster than any previously discovered Pokemon of this variety. Hey, maybe that means it could keep on changing and go on to the next stage right away. And, you know, the Pokedex, Pokedex informs him, um... And then it shows Caterpie, goes back to like a scene we saw earlier in the episode where Caterpie's looking up in the moon. You see the reflection of the moon in Caterpie's eyes, just looking up at the butterfly flying. And just like, you know, the Caterpie is going on to the next stage. And I was actually pretty psyched or pretty happy about this. I'm like, this is awesome. I mean, Caterpie's evolving so fast. And I think it's a big part of it is because, like, the Pokedex even actually said something about that. Yes. This is the so fastest. Yeah, go no, ahead. Cat, yeah, this is the 
fastest known time or Caterpie's evolved, something like that, you know? Like, the fastest Caterpie's evolved. And what I took that is just because it was so loved and so happy and stuff that... And, like, obviously, because it won this fight against these strong Pokemon or stronger Pokemon, like, it, it defeated these higher-level Pokemon, if you will. Um, but that mixed with, you know, how much Ash cares about his Pokemon and how the Caterpie was so happy that it has this friend. It's like, I'm just so excited and I want to be that Butterfree and, like, or I want to evolve and just... That's all this kind of episode, everything that happened here put together is kind of what I think what triggered this reaction and triggered Caterpie to evolve. Really? Okay, so I actually didn't take it that way. Can you believe that? Maybe. Well, I, I'm interested um, to hear what I you didn't have, take I... it that way. I thought what Dexter was saying was that the evolution always takes place quickly. In other words, Caterpie or never Caterpie for long. Interesting. So, well, that audio is definitely going to be put into this episode, and we'll have to see. Yeah, because I'm pretty yeah. sure it said, like, it evolved faster than any known Caterpie. Okay, any, see, I thought Caterpie evolved faster than any known Pokemon. That's interesting. So, uh, oh, if you know the answer, I know. So, if you know the answer to that before I get a chance to look it up, um, if you know the answer to that, listeners, go ahead and yell at me on Facebook and Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod. You can email us too if you have a lengthy explanation um, about that at Gotta Catch Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go back and watch that just to make sure. I'm pretty sure that it was this this particular Caterpie evolved faster than any other version. Okay, and, wow. No, and then my explanation was everything there. So I'm definitely going to have to go back and check that when we're done with this cast uh, podcast here. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But I mean, you could be right too. I have no idea. I yeah, now I'm curious. Show. I'm super, super curious. Yeah, me too. I really want to go back and check now. But we got to, uh, you know, finish this off here. So. Yeah. Um, so having seen, because I think that's about it. Well, they get scared by a drill. Um, and in the final moments too, I guess this is worth noting, Misty has like some reflection and like reveals that she has a new perspective on Ash. Yeah, going back to that moment they had a little bit earlier that we talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, where she's like, oh, he really cares about his Pikachu kind of deal, uh, you know. Um, when yeah, she, when he added the Pikachu with the sledge. So it's just, it's building on that, right? Yeah. Um, and then they get startled by a Beedrill. Yes. Going by, and then that's that. Then we get our announcer, and Ash is running off into his future Pokemon journeys because he's all excited to catch whatever next Pokemon he can find. And I mean, his new Caterpie evolved, so he's hyped about that too. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Of course. And I mean, he put I think I think he put like the Metapod in his backpack or something as they run off. And yeah, he yeah. is. He's riding in his. He's at, yeah, he's riding in his knapsack, um, just just hanging out, not in a Pokeball or anything. Yep. All the new friends, and then and then yeah, of course, you know, the, it's the end of the episode, but we go into their their poker app again, where they're trying to, you know, the show is trying to get us to memorize and learn all the 150 Pokemon, because it is a lot of Pokemon, even for you know a 10 year kid, where you soak up information and you can learn stuff for a lot easier than say us. Yeah. Age now, but um, yeah, no, like just reinforcing that for these kids and helping people learn their po the Pokemon. So yeah, and that uh, I guess sums up our episode. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, so, uh, what about your grade? Would you keep your grade? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'd 
I don't think there was anything uh, we necessarily talked about or discussed that would change my mind uh, mm-hmm. for changing the grade. Like I, I would say the reason I a bigger reason I gave it a higher grade or something because it did again it felt not necessarily that it was a filler episode. There was they didn't do much. They didn't accomplish much. Okay. No. Yes. Yes, he got two new Pokemon. I guess yeah, that's something big. Yeah. And it covered in 20 minutes, but they didn't really go anywhere, you know? It's just like, they were in this forest, he caught two Pokemon, and then they battled Team Rocket, and that was it, kind of thing. But, I mm-hmm. still gave it such a high grade, because Caterpie was just too darn cute in this episode. I, I was, know. You can't, I had to give it a good grade because of the Caterpie, like, it was just so cute. <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. I feel you there. Um, um, how about you? So, I mean... <laughs> everything you were saying, everything you were talking about there, um, I'm going to try not to lose my train of thought, um, I think is a blessing and a curse. Um, because it is the third episode. And like you said, we did so much and nothing at all, all at the same time. Because yeah. we, we, we meet these new Pokemon. Ash catches two new Pokemon, which is a big deal. But it's a big deal. I think this is what it comes down to. It's a big deal if you're watching it for the first time. Unfortunately, because us and probably most people listening to this have the um, knowledge ahead of time. Like, we know what's going to happen. We know that there's going to be three main human characters, not just two. It kind of feels like they're holding stuff back. It kind of feels like this isn't advancing the way I expected it to. Because we still have main characters to meet. And instead, we spent this episode meeting new Pokemon. And having a lot of infighting between uh, Ash and, and, and Misty. A lot of this was spent arguing. Yeah. They are still kind of flushing out the Ash-Misty thing a little bit too, I would say. like They're trying to build some kind of rapport between the two a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kind of deciding where they're going to go with this if, that's kind of what it feels like you know um, and for now where they're buying time by fighting or, like, or maybe that's just like they're going to fight eventually become friends and you know trust each other and they had to build that up through number of episodes um, yeah. but yeah I, I, I get what you were saying earlier how because we've all seen the show or like you said most people watching have seen this um, maybe that's why we see this as moving maybe a little bit slow or a little bit more of this as being just filler because we're like we're not getting to the core of what Pokemon is yet. We're not getting to things. We're just starting out. And I mean, I don't know. A lot of you can see that in a lot of like movie franchises and stuff too. Like especially in the superhero world. Like the first movie, half the movie sometimes is just the build up of how the superhero came to be. You don't get all the action till the next or to the second half of that movie or until the next movie you know yeah when you they've already made that establishment and maybe that's kind of what's going on here um and i, I would say that is partially of what's going on here too but uh, at the yeah. same point it's um, like for us having already seen it maybe that's why we're seeing it this way yeah and no i was gonna add to that that's why i said blessing and a curse because um that's the blessing of it is the kind of i mean you're comparing it to major movie franchises and that's a testament to the fact that there is a maturity in it moving this slow there is something to be said for the fact that they're not (laughs) rushing out all the characters they didn't bring everybody together in the first episode like time after time after time we would see in a kids show 
where yeah. they just shoved everybody together forcefully in the first episode. We're not seeing that. We're gonna get our characters when we get our characters when they say we get our characters. You yeah. Know? And yeah, and just on top of that too is yeah, I guess um, comparing it to movies now too. Compare this was twenty years ago. We can't forget, like, no, you know, shows and um, just in general, like TV shows, movies, and stuff were handled differently twenty years ago to than when they are now. Just like if twenty years ago we're watching a movie or something, maybe our parents were like, "What is this? This is weird. Like, this isn't how movies were done twenty years ago. Like, it's yeah. just how we see you know things change, right?" over time so mm -hmm. um, it doesn't make it bad necessarily it's just how it was done uh, in the time frame that Pokemon was created yeah no and I would even argue that if it is really just they're just taking their time and pacing themselves that's ahead of its time yeah you know so, that's something we see in streaming series where they get to put it all out at one time but they want to make the time count they yeah, want to maybe, take three four episodes Go ahead. Yeah, like, no, I was just going to say, maybe we're just looking at this all wrong, you know. We're taking yeah. it, we're viewing this from the perspective of comparing it to what we would see today out of shows or movies or whatever, when we should be looking at what it was like 20 years ago. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to look back that long, but yeah, I don't know. It, it still feels like filler today, but I, I, I mean, I still I enjoyed this episode. I mean, I love the whole Caterpie thing. It was amazing. So. Yeah, Caterpie's too damn cute. So just for that, it gets a boost. But no, I'll stick with my B rating, I guess, because it was a good episode in a lot of ways. Some of the things that make it bad can make it good, etc. We've talked about a lot of that. For, so for all those reasons, yeah, I'll keep my B. Um, and with that being said, we have uh, to talk about who won this episode. We have scene of the week, quote of the week. Um, we got some actors spotlight, some Spencer's Pokedex, and some games coming up. So, you know, make sure you don't go anywhere. That's not how podcasts work. You can go anywhere you want, and you can just pause this and come back and press play again. I don't know, but let's take a break. Or you can uh, take us with you. You know. Or you can take. Keep us, us on your headphones while you're walking down the street or uh, whatever. Going to the washroom. Yeah. Showering. You just can't can't get enough of us, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Okay, so now let's have a look at who won this episode. Uh, who should go first for this? Uh, I almost feel like we may have picked the same thing here, but oh, okay. I don't know. Um, okay, well, okay. say it on three. One, two, three. Caterpie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> okay, so I mean, let's face it. Probably for the same reasons as well, but what's yep. what's a reason you picked Caterpie? Okay, uh, well, first of all, it's just too darn cute. I don't. That's not necessarily a win for Caterpie itself, but it's a win for the viewers. It's a win for anybody watching this episode. Yeah, it's just so too darn cute. Um, <laughs> I mean, it it's so. I mean, Ash loves it. <laughs> it's so playful and friendly, and um, 
I mean, there were parts where it's like, oh no, Caterpie's put in a dangerous situation with like the Pidgeotto chasing and everything in a scary situation, but he also evolves in this episode. Like, he, he gets a new trainer, he gets loved, he, you know, has these new humans that he's friends with, he's got a friend Pikachu now. Like, he's, he's moving up in the world. Like, this is good for Caterpie, you know? Yeah, I didn't even add in my notes for Caterpie. I didn't even have like the new connection with Pikachu and stuff like that. Um, he finally won Misty's respect. That's a reason that I have because he finally nice. got Misty yep. to reach out for him before evolving. He did not have to be a Metapod. She was reaching for him already. Yeah. So that's a win. Um, and then all the things you said. Um, and he came through and saved the day. That's another key thing. Like, you kind of said some of the, but, like, it's pivotal. He saved the day. If it wasn't for him, like, he's the one that took down Team Rocket. Yeah, After this Pikachu little cutie. was disabled. Yeah. 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 So, I- I'm glad you picked t- that, too. 100% we're both on the same page here. Caterpie wins this episode, 100%. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, like you said, he gets to evolve, and it doesn't get much better. Yay, yeah. Caterpie! Congratulations, you're our winner. Yeah, you win nothing. Um... So, scene of you the week? You and our admiration. Yes. So, uh, my favorite scene of the week, um, a little bit earlier in the episode, when Ash first gets Caterpie and stuff, and Caterpie's just scaring Misty all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Like, where uh, he's about to crawl up to Anne to Ash, and instead he's like, no, I'm going for Misty, and he bolts behind Misty, hide behind the tree, and just scares her half to death. It's, it's just so cute. Yeah. I love okay, it. fair, fair enough. Um, I have a different scene of the week. Um, my scene right. of the week was... And, you know, I'm saying this because I, I want to believe that it was done for the best of reasons. Um, was, honestly, Caterpie, Ca- Caterpie and Pikachu. Um, the minute... Mm. They, they get that one shot behind them where it's just... It's kind of the silhouette in the moonlight, but then they turn around and you kind of see their face. But it's just that shot behind them where they're up on the stump. They yeah. hold that for a minute and one second. And then there's like a minute and 43 seconds or something like that where not a word of English is spoken. And it's such a phenomenal scene in that content, like as you're watching it. Like, so I, I think like I want to give that my scene of the week. Yeah, I don't think I, there's a lot like it. I would agree with that one too. Like, I was considering that scene as well. Like, I'm like, I love this scene too so much, but I can't deny Caterpie's cuteness and scaring Misty. But no, I would say that would that would take my close second for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, and vice versa for me. I think Misty getting all freaked out would be a second. Um, so quote of the week. Moving along. Um, this was hard. There wasn't much quotable about this episode. The Pokemon said everything quotable. Yeah. Um, what did you have? So, I, I did get a quote here. Uh, it was uh, earlier in the episode again. It's something Misty said. Um, she said, I guess it takes a worm to love a worm. Ah! And that was just shortly after, you know, he got the Caterpie and everything. And she, they're kind of, like, bickering a little bit, fighting. He's like, I guess it takes a worm to love a worm. And I was like... Okay, yeah, I could see that as being something so quotable, and yeah, that was my yeah. quote. Okay, fair. Yeah, that was a good quote. Good poll. Yeah, I like that. Okay. um, I literally had, like, nothing, and I just picked, and this is a lame-ass pick, I know, so come at me, people. Um, Misty, after Ash tries to catch, catch Pidgeotto with just the Pokeball, right? He just throws the mm-hmm. Pokeball at him and tries to Pokemon go him. 
Um, yeah. And Misty just says to him, you don't get it, do you? Because that's <laughs> all I could think, too. Like, I'm just sitting there, and I thought it in unison with her saying it. Like, you just don't get it, do you? Like, it's maddening. Nope. So, I picked that because I could relate to Misty in that moment. Very good, yeah. I can see that. And hopefully, hopefully Ash starts to get it as we move through this series. Like, Hopefully. come on, it's been it's been a few times this has happened now. He's got to get it at some point, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm hoping. Right? I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll find out. Only 82 more episodes. Only, like, 80 more episodes to go, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. So, um, my actor spotlight. Sometimes we discuss actor spotlight and Spencer's Pokedex ahead of time. This time, not so much. Um, I think I might know what's in your Pokedex, but we'll have to wait and see. Um... With my actor spotlight, I chose Misty. Okay. But I that inadvertently caused me to choose somebody else. So, oh. um, Misty, uh, actually, the character, first of all, is known as Kasumi in the Japanese version. That's Misty's original name. Um, and she is played by uh, Mayumi Mizuka in the Japanese version. And Rachel Lillis, I just heard your cat meow, and that is staying in AF. Um, Rachel, <laughs> yeah, she's so cute. Yeah, played by Cutting Rachel. Cutting up on my lap. She is. The, the, Hi, the Kitty. Um, uh, played by You're gonna Mayumi be famous. Lizuka in the Japanese version, and in the English dub is uh, sorry, and the English dub is by Rachel Lillis from seasons one to eight. Um, so. She actually does the English dub not just for Misty, but Jesse and a ton of Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I opened up that Pandora's box not even realizing what I was going to find. So, um, like, there is no whole ton of info on her personal life, I guess. I feel like there's a little more about, uh, Megan Hollingshead last week, but, uh, she, she, this person also ended her relationship with Pokemon because she moved from New York to L.A., so Pokemon keeps losing people to um, City Hills, yeah. <laughs> um, so she has around 80 credits to her name in total, 43 of which are dubs, 12 are video games, uh, some of which are Jurassic World, Valerie Profile, and like a ton of Pokemon games. Um, mm -hmm. So as I said, she's Misty and Jessie, but she's also uh, Jigglypuff, Vulpix, Venonat, Goldeen, and like a good number of others. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, she something. played a big role in the show then, I guess, hey? She did. She played a very big role in the show. So every time you hear Misty talking to Jessie, I mean, just think about that. She's right? talking to herself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing She's, crazy about that, right? So very talented, uh, the, the very talented Rachel Lillis is this week's actor spotlight. Um, Very nice. So, I, no, wait, wait, hold on. Oh yeah. Um, I just, I, I had a question. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, why is it done in New York in the first place? I wonder if, like, first of all, Hollywood's in LA, right? So yeah, where most of the movies and stuff gets done. But uh, like, LA is also closer to Japan than New York is and stuff. So, like, well, I, I don't, I don't know why it's. I mean, I, I'm sure, you, I don't know if you'd know the answer, probably not, but I wouldn't necessarily assume you to know that answer. It's just like, just popped into my head when you mentioned that she moved as well. I'm like, 
wait a second, like, LA, it makes sense, why would they not just do it in LA, why did they do it in New York, of all places? Yeah, why is this such a big problem, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if, but, yeah. if you guys know, if there's, because there's probably some people who listen to this type of show who might be really, really, really into Pokemon and know a whole lot more than us about Pokemon, um, go ahead and shout out on Facebook or Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod, or you can email us, Sue, if it's like a big long explanation, at Gotta Catch Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, because right. I'd like to know too. I agree with you. It's very bizarre. Yeah, that that's such a big deal. Yeah, it just popped into my head when you were talking about it. But uh, yeah, no, be good to sure. know. Interesting to know. So moving along, Spencer, what is in your Pokedex this week? Well, uh, to honor this episode, I mean, how can you not pick Caterpie? We talked about Caterpie all episode long. How much we loved it. So, yeah, we've got a Caterpie in the Pokedex today. Fair enough. Okay. So, uh, I guess I'll read the bio first here. This sweet, this sweet little Pokemon is a lot like a caterpillar. It has short feet with suction cups on the ends that allow it to climb walls and trees without getting tired. Uh, its string shot slows down Caterpie's enemies. It doesn't take Caterpie long to evolve. Oh, oh. Oh, uh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I still mm-hmm. want to go back and re- check that out, though. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. Oh yeah, uh, you may want to stop its evolution and build up its experience for a while. Once Caterpie changes into Metapod, it will not be able to move. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a uh, Pokedex pick on this one, as some of these Pokemon do. It says the first wild Pokemon Ash Ketchum ever caught was a Caterpie. Mister Misty was terrified of it because it's a bug. Yeah. As nice. we very well know. As we very well know. Yeah, because we just saw that episode. That's very cool timing, actually. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm I very glad you one. picked Caterpie. Yeah. Um, and some of the move sets and stuff we have here is, you know, pronunciation Caterpie bug uh, type worm. Its height is one foot zero inches. Okay. Its weight is six pounds. Oh. Okay. So like the size of my little kitty here, snuggling up on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think my cat's a little bit less than that. Um, she's still so, so small. Uh, we got techniques. We got tackle and string shot. Apparently, nothing else. <clears throat> oh, okay. It's good against grass and psychic Pokemon. It's bad against ghost flying, fighting, and fire Pokemon. And it evolves at level seven. Huh. All right Dang. then. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. So I'm really glad you picked. Uh, I'm really glad you picked that for this week's Pokedex, actually, because that lines up really nicely. Because I don't think all of them mentioned the first episode, um, so that like plays in very, very nicely. Since we happen to have just watched it, but that also means that now it's time for the most humiliating part of the program: games. Yay! Woo-woo. So this week, I mean, I always go in the middle when I remember that I'm supposed to be going. I always go in the middle. But what game would you like to start with? Would you like to start with backwards Pokemon? Or are parents trying to explain Pokemon? I am going to start with the backwards Pokemon because this one is the most stressing. <laughs> the most? Okay. I want to get it out of the way. No, I'm going to start with no. backwards Pokemon. So I generally have... Uh... Oh no, that's actually for the other game. But okay, well, spoiler alert. I generally have... Uh, the audio clip from the original shows uh who's that pokemon but this week i do not because those are a pain to track down and i just did not have it in me so 
Um, so right. as far as backwards Pokemon go, here we go. What? <laughs> Caterpie? I can make that any louder. No. No, not Caterpie. I mean, that's not a ridiculous guess under the circumstances. It's a little bit louder this time. Here we go. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I will take a hint on this. Um, well, yeah, but you have to guess first, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I guessed Caterpie, didn't I? Oh, you get... What? You, you were locking in Caterpie? Okay, I mean, yeah, I said you, it, you're I, right, I, I and I said no. So yeah, you're right. You are yeah, totally okay. right about that. Okay, so what do you? I mean, want? I'll take an extra guess if you. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Um, uh, I'll take a type. That's good. A type water. Water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, not not. It's never what I'm expecting. No. <laughs> With these backwards forward. To be fair. To be fair. No, that's that's true. That's very true. <laughs> want to hear it again? Ah, uh, please, yeah. And I can almost hear it in it, but I can always almost hear it in it because I know what it is, so. Yeah. Um, the horsey? <laughs> Whoa! What, what? Wait, was yeah. that right? It's no legit. way! Yeah, it's horsey. Nice! Nice! I cannot oh. even believe you pulled that off. That I don't know how I'm pulling out some of these. Yeah, that is one hundred percent a horsey. Damn! Awesome. Okay. Wow. I am floored. Well, nothing should give you any trouble then if you got that. I'm holding you up to that standard from now on. Uh, I've got I got a few wrong last week. You're welcome. Okay, ready? <laughs> yep. So we can tell there's like, a little bit of music in there, but sounds like a like a Venusaur or something. Okay, are you guessing Venusaur? I mean, I guess so, yeah. Okay, it is not a Venusaur. All right, I will take a type. Okay, um, poison. All right, um, wheezing. Oh no, not a wheezing. Am I close? Um, do you want to hear it again? Sure. I kind of owe you one of those, I think. Can I get a uh, first letter? I suppose. K. What, uh, was I close with the wheezing? Um, I'm not at liberty to divulge that information at this time. Coughing? Yes, it totally <laughs> is coughing. I couldn't. When you said wheezing, I was like, no. <laughs> oh my Yeah, it sounded kind of like one of those. It does sound like coughing, though, yeah, or wheezing. Like, it does sound that way, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good lord, I can't believe you do that. I just pull these out of nowhere. I know, that's just absolutely insane. Okay, so, the next one, here we go. <laughs> Was that? Did it say its name three times, or was that just once? Three times. Okay. Can you do it again? They all say it three times. Yeah. I will be blown away if you get this one. I'm blown away by what that is. I have. No, uh. Voltorb. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it is not. Okay. Uh, give me a letter. First letter. Okay, M. M. Okay. Let's uh, hear it again. Marowak? Jesus Christ, man! No way. Three, four, three. Unreal. And I didn't even get to the third. How did you pull Marowak up? From where did you find that? It just sounded like Mar. It's the middle. I could kind of hear it say Marowak in the middle. Like if you play, it sounded like Marowak. Yeah, I know what you mean. It almost doesn't sound like it's backwards at all. There's an arrow that kind of sounded like you know. I don't know. Lord, man. Oh. Oh man. Uh, okay. Well, three for three. Unfreaking unbelievable. I didn't let you down on the uh, first guess there. Uh, I kept up with that standard. You definitely, definitely did uphold that standard. So that's. I mean, absolutely. I don't even know what to say. I don't. I mean, you're. It's like you hear backwards things forwards. I can read backwards things forwards. Things backwards. Yeah, well, see, that's. I think you just hear things that way. Okay, well, now, like, I mean, I'm not gonna do that well, so why don't you hit me with some uh, descriptions, some Pokemon descriptions? All right. Yes. This is, all right, let me uh, get to my page here. Oh, kill right. me now. Okay. <clears throat> Unlike their mild-mannered cousin, these Pokemon are very protective of their territory and will f fiercely attack any intruder. They're strong and can get rid of almost anyone or anything that gets in their way. That's all you got? Pidgeotto? What? No way. How did you... I mean, I know maybe it was a little obvious because he was in this episode. It was because no I heard the Pokedex entry. And as soon as he said not as passive as their cousin, uh... I thought that's literally exactly what the Pokedex entry kind of says. Like... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have gone with those, <laughs> the one from the episode. I hadn't done that before, so I thought maybe Bam. it would trick you, but because I hadn't picked a Pokemon. But no, nicely done. <clears throat> okay. Unlike their mild-mannered cousin, Pidgeotto are very protective of their territory and will fiercely peck or claw at any intruder. Their gust That's technique can blow away almost anyone or anything that gets in their way. Damn. Okay, off to a good start. Okay, now, now I'm... Fuel by false confidence. Go ahead and hit me with another one. <clears throat> All right. Uh, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. Hold on. <laughs> there, there's no way. Not right now. Anyway. Um, I need to pick something new. You've randomly picked Marowak. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I. I. Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay, like its cousin, this Pokemon likes to start off a good battle with its technique and follow through with a little bit of poison. <laughs> then, it then all it takes is one spray to finish the fight. That's it. What? So it's like a water poison Pokemon? Or something like what is that even? Um, I, yeah, I feel like that might have given you too much. That I'm, but I, I mean, it was a type or something, but I don't know. Is it Ivysaur? Nope. You want a type? 
I know I can't ask that. Um, yeah, give me a type. You sure you want to type? Okay. Darn um, it, I think so. Okay. Uh, type is grass and poison. Or grass yeah, and poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Venusaur, that's what I'm saying. Um, grass Didn't and you say poison. Ivysaur? Uh... Um, grass and poison, like their cousin. They're an evolved form. Whatever this thing is, is not first gen. Uh, like not. It is. It is. Sorry, strictly speaking, but it's not. It's not. And it's. Un- it's. It evolves. Um, it's an evolved form, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Um. Nice pickup on that, by the way. That should narrow things down a little bit. Not a ton, but a little bit. God, I'm trying to remember what the hell. Needle King? Nope. Okay. Can I get a letter? W. Assuming you wanted the first letter. I guess you're Yeah. W. Oh, good lord. What's type again? Grass poison? Yep. W. Oh, I'll kill myself if that's what it is. I wish I had two guesses left. Oh, but no, that wouldn't make sense because, again, evolved. I want to say it's an evolved form. Uh, uh, That wouldn't make sense. Oh, my God. It's, ah. Can I, I guess, like, how many? Okay, so I got, I'm down two guesses or I'm down one? You're down two guesses. You have one left. And I know that it's grass, grass poison, poison, and it starts with a W. Yeah. And it's not... Oh, God. Okay. In the interest of time, it's not a Weedle, is it? Nope. Okay, what is it? Oh, I so wish I could tell you that it was a Weezing right now. Yeah, no doubt. But it was not a Weezing. What is it? A Weeping Bell. Oh, of Bell's course. Bell sprout. <laughs> wasn't a Weeping Bell. Oh, of course. I think I just evolved one to kill me. Okay, yeah. Okay, fair. Oh, wow. One for two, though. One for two. Okay. What's next? Sure you're ready for another one? No, No, I'm not. I'm nowhere near ready. All right. Well, at more than 28 feet long, this Pokemon is the longest in existence. Um, as it grows, its body turns to coal, and as hard as diamonds. Definitely not a Pokemon for a beginner trainer to face. You ready? Yeah. Is this Pokemon Onyx? Yes. <laughs> Nicely done. Two. Oh, yeah. You got two on the first guess. I'm impressed. I, I was so sure, like, so long ago. Like, I was going to shout that out after, like, the third line. Yeah. At more than 28 feet, Onyx is the longest Pokemon in existence. As it grows, the stone parts of Onyx's body turn as black as coal and as hard as diamonds. Definitely not a Pokemon for a beginner trainer to face. This also actually comes with a Pokedex pick, a little bit of extra tidbit of information. Okay. Uh, the longest Pokemon are Dragonair at 13 feet 1 inch, oh. Gyarados at 21 feet 4 yeah. inches, 
and onyx at an incredible 28 ten, feet 10 inches that's so, longer than four or five basketball players standing on one sh- another's shoulders ah uh, wow okay um i when you said it's the longest pokemon i thought it's gyarados or uh, like gyarados or it's um onyx i never even thought of the other one and then dragonair right yeah i didn't even think of dragonair um and then when you said its body turns hard, I went, it's Onyx. It's got to be Onyx. If it's not Onyx, I don't know what it is. Yeah, So that's what done. gave it away. Um, but before going any further with that, I, I have a little query about this Pokedex pick thing. So a little qu- in the first episode we watched, we kind of saw Onyx battling it out with Gengar, right? Yeah. Did that thing look like the longest? Like, it, did that thing look... Only 28 feet to 10 inches is what I'm saying. Like yeah. four or five basketball players. That thing looked way bigger than four or five basketball players. Yeah. On top of each other. And, 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 uh, spoiler alert. What about Brock's? Yeah. Brock's like, is not four or five basketball players. Brock's is like four or five limos. Or more. Like, I don't know. This. And though even the one we saw, like I said in the first episode, that is not four or five. That that thing was huge. That was way bigger than what this Pokedex Pokedex pick is talking about here. Yeah. So it's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I don't and know. I definitely thought of other Pokemon being large. You know, like uh, like a Snorlax or something. There's no way like the largest Pokemon is that small. No. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Interesting. Well, so, not bad. Not bad. You not went bad uh, at all. two for three. I'm pretty. And I'm pretty, two, you got on the first guess. I know. That's what I mean. I'm pretty stoked with the fact that I got like two of them on my very first. Like, I was just like, I know what this is. Your like, Pokemon Go playing is paying off. It is. No doubt. It has me thinking about Pokemon more often. That's for sure. So are you ready to hear our parents try to, or is it just, I don't even know who I have today to be honest. So we'll be surprised. Um, well, you did so, two of your dad and one of my mom last week, I think. Yeah. So I think I was trying like to do the opposite. Yeah. So maybe I got two of my mom, one of your dad. Exactly. That's what I was trying to do. But it might be just three of your mom. I'm not okay. Sure. I, gotta well, see. We'll, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, so wait, which one is this is just me reading the files. Sorry. Um, okay. So I guess we'll start here. This is a purple. It's hard to tell. Um, where his arms and legs are, but he does have a little bit of a shape to him. Looks like he's got two ears, two arms, maybe two legs, and a round butt. But he's just like a purple blob. Okay. Well, uh, huh. (laughs) I think I have a guess. I mean, at first I was kind of sounded like she was describing Gengar again, but we've already done that, so there's no way that it could be that again, I would think. So I'm not gonna go with that as a guess, but um, no, there's another one I'm thinking of. Um, is it like a um, muck? No, it is not muck. So would you like a letter, a type, or a, or would you like to remove the beep? I don't have a non-beeped version. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. Sorry. But in that case, I will take a letter. First letter. Okay, it's D. It's D? D. Like dad or something? Yeah. Donkey's dad. Okay. This is a purple... 
it's hard to tell um, where his arms and legs are, but he does have a little bit of a shape to him. Looks like he's got two ears, two arms, maybe two legs, and a round butt. But he's just like a purple blob. Okay, well, I have another guess that's kind of similar to what I was saying before. It's not, it's not Grimer, but like, um, cause, but I thought it was a, I thought it was more pink than purple, but I'm gonna go with Ditto. Oh yes, it is. That would okay. be a Ditto. It's the only other thing I could think of as a blob that's not muck or Grimer. Yeah, no, for it's sure. Like a blob. For yeah. sure, for sure. But I, th I thought it was more pink than purple, but I don't know. Me Purple's too. Purple's yeah. my most favorite color, so maybe she sees purple everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, me too. I okay. thought it was. Too. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can get that other one to play from a different place. In looking. Okay, this is like the uncut version, so it's probably noisy background. Okay, here we go. Ooh, this one's mean looking. It looks just like a round black circle on a purple blob, and he's got vampire teeth and big slanty eyes that kind of slant into the center of his face. Okay. What on earth could that be? It sounds like she was describing Gengar again. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. did you notice purple again? Purple. Always with the purple. I thought you said it was black. Yeah, black Sorry, yeah, and then black like on a purple, purple background or something. Oh, um... Uh, oh, oh. Uh, could it be, um... What? Cloister? Cloister? <laughs> oh, so what I had do that. you want? I thought I had that. Um, a type. Ghost poison. <laughs> ghost. Well, the ghost only ghosts poison. I know are. Um, haunter. No, not a haunter. So, what do you want for your next? Um, the first letter. G. Ghastly? Yeah, it is! <laughs> That's a ghastly. Okay, okay. Nice work. Took me three tries, but I got it. Yeah, for sure, just by the skin of your teeth, too. Alright, wow. My heart's pounding for you. So we have one more of these. That's it, just one more. Can you believe it? Uh, yeah, if I get this, I'm six for six again. I know, right? I didn't do so good last week, but I'm uh, rebounding this week. Let's see yeah, if I and can I'm do only it. I'm two I'm two for three, so you know that's not bad. So far, so good. Okay, here we go. This one has four legs, and he is kind of a bluey color, and he's got leaves coming out of his back and a red, the pinky rose. He's got some sharp teeth that hang out from his mouth and he's got triangle eyes it almost looks like there's a flower pattern on his back too in his teal colored back he's got three claws on each foot uh an ivysaur <laughs> do you wanna what do you want do you a want letter a type or a letter a letter First b letter. Bulbasaur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, I was just... like, it, 
Yeah, I, I was like, it's got to be one of these three. She's like the blue body with the bulb on its back and stuff. I'm like, yeah. flower. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's got to be one of these three. I knew you were going to uh, Early get that. on, yeah, early on I had that yes. one picked out. And as soon as you said Ivysaur, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Great, now you're going to know exactly what it is. So. Yep. Good as soon as I get, Lord. I'm like, okay, if he tells me B, it's Bulbasaur. If he tells me B, it's Venusaur. <laughs> so look at you go six for six. That's the second time I've done that now. My God, man, you are good at this Pokemon business. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I think you won this episode. Yeah. Um, so, I, I will uh, share my honors with Caterpie. Yeah, with, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's worse people to surround yourself with. Worse Pokemon to surround yourself with. So, um, so yeah, my, my Alexa's just going nuts in the background. Okay, so, um, that brings us to the end of the show. Can you believe it? Already? Already. I know. So, I hope I didn't keep you up too late. If you fell asleep listening to this, it's time to, you know, wake up and then go back and try to figure out where your spot was. Uh, if you, uh, yeah. feel so inclined, you can find me, myself, on Twitter, at OffTheLP. And you can follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod. Uh, you can also email us at Gotta Catch Podcast at gmail.com. And there you can email us and let us know, you know, any questions, comments, suggestions. Let us know if that's the episode of Pokemon was on the day that your father went to the store for cigarettes and just kept driving, but your therapist is super proud of you for listening to this podcast because it exposes you to Pokemon at a safe distance that isn't outside of your immediate comfort zone. But most importantly, don't forget to change your underwear every single day. Bye. Bye. Now, Professor Birch and I have something to give both of you. Awesome! A new Pokédex! Gotta watch them again is a rewatch type podcast. It is hosted by Paul, Johnson, Spencer, McKinnon, and other guests. This particular podcast can be found on Facebook and on Twitter at Gotta Catch Pod. You can email this podcast at Gotta Catch Podcast at gmail.com. One of the best ways to capture this type of podcast is to leave a five star review on iTunes. This type of podcast appreciates you listening. <laughs>